All right. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us again for another Vintage Vibes podcast episode. Please make sure to follow us, subscribe to us on your streaming platforms, share this podcast with a friend. It really means a lot to us. We're really trying to get big out there. So if you guys could just do that for us, we'd really appreciate it. I'm your host, Eric. I'm and today we had the opportunity to sit down with Pablo. Um, I came across his Instagram um, a couple of weeks ago and I knew like once I saw his feed, I, I knew I really wanted to get him on the podcast, sit down and talk to him. So yeah, let's get into it, Paulo. Give us a little quick summary of, you know, where you're from, what are your current cars, that sort of thing. All right. So my name's Paulo Torres. Um, I'm from Northern California, um, Sonoma County to be exact. And uh, current cars that I have, I've got, well, the 68 Charger RT, uh, 69 Toyota Land Cruiser, and my daily, a 2013 Honda Civic SI. Um, oh, pretty much... Uh, I like all kinds of cars. <laughs> no, that's yeah. that's awesome. I know there's not many chargers that are being built on Instagram. Like it's mainly classic Mustangs. Like there's some classic like pickup trucks. But like you rarely see like these classic chargers. Yeah. Like when I saw that, I was like, man, I do not see many of these. Is it because they're so expensive, or like there's a lack of parts? Like what what do you think that is? Um, well, part of it, yes, the price, I mean, the, in my opinion, I, I think they're severely inflated, but that's just the way the market is. Um, yeah. they did make quite a bit of them. It's not like they're super rare. I mean, in my, to my understanding, I think they made about 80 to 90,000 in 1968. Um, mm -hmm. so they're out there. It's just a lot of people kind of have them, uh, stashed away. I knew a local guy who has probably seven to eight classic Mopars, and one of them was a 68 Charger. And it was just, you know, 10 minutes away from me. And the cars had all been off the road since, like, the late 80s. So they're out there. They're just all tucked away. And people don't really yeah. bring them out. So, I know. Yeah. And I saw I don't know how true this is. But it's just based off something I saw on the internet, right? So I don't know how true it is. But I but I saw that, like, Dodges, <laughs> right. old Dodges at least, supposedly, like, rust more or something. So, like, a lot of them are just really, like... Um, how would you say not beat up, but like, just like the, the sheet metal they used from was just like different and like, they're just really rusted out. I don't know how true that is, but I don't know. Right. Well, from what I've seen, I mean, I had an old K10 Chevrolet pickup and that thing was super rusty. I mean, the roof flew <laughs> out of it on the way home. And, oh, um, yeah. And honestly, I, I, I honestly think they all kind of, all the old cars rust the same. I think what happened with the Mopars was, from a lot of guys that I've talked to is uh, at one point, probably in the late seventies, eighties, they just weren't worth as much as the Chevys and the Fords. So they kind of fell in like questionable hands, you know, like speakers <laughs> and stuff. And they ultimately, <laughs> I mean, they wreck any kind of car. They'll just destroy it. So um, yeah. I feel like that was kind of the downfall is the people just didn't appreciate them as much at one point. And they kind of got into irresponsible hands <laughs> and the car just got destroyed and scrapped. I, I mean, that's the easiest way to put it, in my opinion. <laughs> I've never opinion. heard that, but yeah. that sounds but, like yeah. the most reasonable one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I had never heard that, but that's pretty funny. Yeah. I don't really know much Dodge people, like Dodge yeah. people, like classic car Dodge people, honestly. Like I, like mm -hmm. I just don't see them. I've seen like one or two like old Dodge trucks, but like that's like it. And, you know, and I've never... Now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen a classic Dodge Charger in person. I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, it's um like with when I had my car, um, 
I had mine, but at shows, the first time I had, it took a while for me to see another one in person. They were just, you don't really see them. Um, and it's just, they just don't bring them out. And I, I don't get it, you know, because there's more expensive, like, it's not really a pricing, I would say, because I do see some really, really, like, nice, expensive Impalas and Chevelles and, you know, the Mustang Fastbacks and everything that, and they're out there. It's just, I don't know. These cars are just hiding. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. So how long have you had yours for? Yeah. I guess they're just rare. Mine. So I actually got it. Uh, I had just actually posted on my story the day we, I picked it up. It was either October. No, it was November 28th, 2016 is when I first got, oh. when I got the car. And a uh, pretty crazy story how everything kind of fell into place. So pretty much, um, so 2016, so I just was 16, got my driver's license, had my Jeep <laughs> Cherokee, that was my first car, and um, where I used to live, so I lived in Decatur, Alabama, so I lived there for about four or five years, and they would do a car show every third Friday in the downtown, and it was all the muscle cars and everything, it was super cool, and there was a guy, uh, he's not that active on uh, social media anymore, but his uh, Instagram was Ratty Muscle Cars, and he had a bunch of... Uh, believe it was an old cuda or challenger i forgot and a few other old mopars and he would um just kind of host events and stuff and people would bring all their ratty cars and race them and i thought it was super cool so i was like man i want one of these cars so i went on um craigslist and i found a 1970 dodge dart it had a 340 in it or no no it had a 360 in it with a four speed complete ran and drove 4500 bucks it just needed a quarter panel because a tree limb fell on it and dented it pretty bad um, so I was like talking to my dad, like, come on, dad, we got to get it. Cause like, I'll be honest, with you, I didn't have the money for the car. And I was like, you know, it'll be a good project. And, um, I messaged them and the car sold and it was already sold. So I was pretty bummed out. So the next yeah. day I go to uh, lunch and I'm talking with one of my friends and he was like, Oh, my, my grandpa's two Dodge chargers. And I was like, no way. Really? What year? And he was like, Oh, he's got a 69 and a 68. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, he'll probably take like three grand for the 69. I was like, no way, really? So I told my dad <laughs> to go and look at the car. But um, the 69, it, it had been in a bad accident in like the late 70s. Completely rolled over. Like the car was totaled, like rotted, yeah. flipped, everything. But he still had the 68 Charger there. So we were uh, able to work out a, a price and everything and come back uh, probably like four or five months later. And then that's when I got the car. And uh, my dad, he was like, you know what? You can just take over from it so yeah i was uh you know there was no way me at 16 years old could come up with money for that car so yeah my, my dad luckily i was fortunate that he uh he ended up giving me the car so i'm very thankful yeah, for that's that. cool i'm sure from gotcha. back to tw yeah. from 2016 to now that car is probably like tripled in value from or maybe quadrupled from what you paid and it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be open. I never really like to like you know, you know people with prices and stuff. So the car we got it for eleven thousand, and for the time, that's about what what they were going for, maybe a little under. Um, nowadays, I mean, I've seen Project sixty eight RT chargers. People are asking, I don't know, twenty five thirty. But there's just so many inflated yeah. prices on these cars, and I'm like, what's really selling? I don't know. Mm -hmm. People just throw big numbers mm -hmm. at the cars. And I mean, I see them posted still to this day. And it's been like, mm -hmm. <laughs> some cars have been up for at least yeah. two years that I've seen on and off. And it's like, yeah. You're not really trying to sell it. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. 
You just got to tell your wife, Duke, it's posted. I don't know why it hasn't gone yet. I mean, it posted it for sale. Right. My oh, dad definitely. does that. My dad has an old one of his old F100s. And mom told him, like, dude, you need to sell one of them because he has two. And he's like, okay, I'll put it for sale. That's fine. But it's right. like a ridiculous price on it. He's like, I don't know. No one wants to buy it. And he's like, yeah, because the price is dumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Although sometimes it does work. My girlfriend did that with a K5 Blazer that actually helped her put together that we got out of pick and pull. And um, it was the 83, so it was a smog year, you know, here we're in California, so it's not worth it much. <laughs> I did have a salvage title because it came out of pick and pull, but I had a nice rebuilt 350 I put in it. I converted it to a four speed and did the um, interior and the carpet and everything. And, you know, all said and done after all the little things, tires, registration, you know, she was in it probably 10,000. And I was like, this is cool, you know. And she was like, well, I asked her one day, I was like, well, would you ever sell it? And she's like, well, maybe if someone gave me 15 grand. I was like, no way. No one could give you that much for it. She posted it up and I honestly forgot about the uh, the ad. And like three, four months later, someone messaged me and they actually <laughs> bought it. Asking price. I was shocked. I was like, no way. Really? But it was just the right person. They loved the black mm -hmm. paint, the red interior, and the four speed. And they lived in a non smog area. So they were like, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah. I guess sometimes it does work. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. worked for my dad. So my dad has 76 Dotson that, yeah, he, that he had a ridiculous really? price on. And then someone came along and paid it. And then, I mean, was he going to say, oh, never mind? You know, so my dad ended up selling it. And then he was all <laughs> sad about it. He's like, well, I didn't think right. anyone would ever pay that. It's like, I didn't either, but I guess they did. So <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. It happens. It's just a lot of it. It's just you got to be patient, and mm -hmm. uh, that—that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Sure. So you bought the you bought the charger in <clears throat> Alabama, and you drove it back over here. Or? Oh no, no. So I so we moved over there when I was almost 13 so this would have been 2012 2013 mm -hmm. and we lived there and then we moved back in 2017 so while i was living there that's where i you know took my driver's test got my driver license got my first mm -hmm. car and then you know found that car and we never really thought of moving back but it was just some family stuff so we ended up moving back so the charger i never actually got it driving over there i did get it fired up but never mm -hmm. driving and we moved back. My dad, he we flew back, but he drove a U-Haul back. And mm -hmm. my parents didn't have a house yet here in California. So we were just staying in an apartment while they looked for a house. And the Charger, we didn't have anywhere to put it. So my dad left it at my uncle's house in Phoenix, Arizona. So then, <laughs> then when we moved here is when he's like, you know, this car's yours. You can have it. Because I couldn't really put a lot of kind of wrench time in it over there. Because technically it wasn't mine yet. It was mm -hmm. his car. And... um. So I worked here, you know, in high school, worked at Pan Express and was able to save up money and get it transported over here. And then in shop class of senior year here in California is when I um, started working on the car and getting it, you know, back on the road. Because it had been off the road since like 1986, 1987, I believe. And before Damn. we were all rotted. So the first thing I did actually before I even mess with anything mechanical was replace the floorboard. So my shop teacher, he actually showed me how to um, do the metal work on that. And that was pretty cool. So I got the AMD, um, the entire AMD floor pan, put that in. And uh, luckily the frame rails on the car are solid and all the like floor supports and stuff. It was just the actual floorboards. They, 
you just could see through it. <laughs> but, but yeah, the car, unfortunately, under my, or with me owning it, it's, it's been off the road more than on the road. It's just a lot of it was um, just, I'll be honest with you, just learning how to, how to work on the old classic car because that was my second yeah. car I'd owned at the time. So I, there was a lot of things I didn't know what I was doing, you know, like how to do <laughs> or, or whatever, oh, yeah. you know, and just, just so many things. Cause I mean, when a car sits for so long, there's just yeah. everything that needs to be gone through. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the car, I mean, when I got it, so it was originally a 440 car, but it had a 383 in it that my friend's grandpa <laughs> put in it. And that mm-hmm. engine was just, it, it was just, the compression was all bad. Um, it burned so much oil. I mean, it was <laughs> pretty poor shape. I mean, this charger, I call it, it was a reverse sleeper. I mean, thought it was really fast, but in reality, the car was super slow. I mean, it, it's pretty <laughs> pathetic, honestly. <laughs> but it looked cool, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Do you want to, uh, like, walk us through all what you did to it? Well, I guess since, yeah, yeah, know, it yeah. became yours. Yeah, definitely. So, once I got the car here and we moved here to california and i was in shop class the first thing i did was take the interior out so i can put in the new floorboards so Mm -hmm. after i got the new floors all fitted and welded in the next thing i did was i replaced the uh, fuel tank and fuel lines because the fuel tank was all rotted and for some (laughs) reason someone tried to patch it with bondo (laughs) i don't know what they were thinking but that that was there so i did that um, I did, uh, cause it was four wheel drums. So I converted it to four wheel disc brakes. And That's then it. I also replaced Cause they already had, um, power brakes. So I just replaced the booster and master cylinder and all the brake lines. That way I might, you know, I want to be safe and make sure the brakes work. Yeah. And then, um, I just put a new carburetor on it. Um, yeah. what else did I do to get it started? The wiring was always the original wiring in it was always a problem. So I ended up, what did I do? I think I just hot wired it just to get it started originally. And um, that's how the car kind of stayed for a while like that. So it would run and drive, but I had no lights, no turn signals, <laughs> no seat belts. Um, I didn't register it. So I drove it around <laughs> like that. I even took it to a car show maybe. It's like 40, 50 miles away from here with no insurance, no registration, nothing. Like, just completely just sent it. And um, as time went on and I could afford to do other things, I, I would. And as things would break, like, I blew the rear end up doing uh, burnouts. So, <laughs> I and it was just an open leg or two. It didn't even have its original limited slip. It was just one tire part. It was like pathetic. It was pretty light. But, um, I got it re-geared, and then I did um, a Detroit True Track limited slip diff with Mosier axle shafts. So the rear end's beefed up. The transmission went out, so I went and got a rebuilt one and put it in. And then um, where things got, I got too over my head was with, with the engine. So I ended up getting a. Dang it! Oh shit! Okay, can you? you yeah, he's out yeah, for he, you too. He dropped. So that's uh, it. okay. Hopefully, Bing, that's crazy. Bing. I hate this <laughs> thing sometimes. Yeah, this is going so good too. Like I didn't even think it was gonna happen. It was oh, it was running They're smooth on my chicken. side. It's, well, it's coming. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. Uh, someone called me, and it's no. Like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like no. decline. Yeah. No, that's not fine. Yeah. 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 I. 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 You good? Yeah. Okay. So I hit decline, <laughs> but this iPhone just. Thing. you're um, good no, but, that was smooth you were quick with it you came right back on so that was perfect <laughs> all right perfect perfect so where was i oh yeah the engine so i got the 440 for free so after oh, yeah. i graduated um i got the uh i know man i'm going all over on a tangent let me let me backtrack <laughs> a bit so to sum it up in high school the charger it ran and drove just not very good the yeah it had a good transmission it still had the weak rear gears and the open differential and no lights or anything. Um, even when I, when we did like the project graduation, I drove it to it and left, and I didn't even have lights on the car. I just drove home in the dark, like just stupid. But <laughs> that's where the car got its name because like it was very dangerous to ride in it, not because it was fast, but because it was super sketchy and badly yeah. put together. I mean, I I just yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i um so after i graduated and that's where probably two three months of that yeah two three months after i graduated i did the uh the rear end on it and then um the wiring i just bought an all new um just reproduction plug and play harness so it's all mm -hmm. just goes back in where it goes and i drove the car around like that for probably two years on and off you know I did have, you know, mechanical issues here and there that would happen always around that engine. That engine, it just would foul up the plugs. I mean, like I said, it's just low compression, everything. So it came time where I was like, well, I need to get another engine and start building something and put it together. So that's where the Motorhome 440 came in. I got it for free. Um, the only thing was we had it. It was on a property. So we had to clean up around the property and then pulled the engine out because and then the rv was going to end up getting scrapped that it came out of so they just kind of said tidy up a bit and boom you can take it for free and what other tools and parts you want take it so i was like cool so i took the engine and my That's other friends true. took their engines or because they took some small block chevys and a small block little part that they found so it was pretty cool so i got that engine when i got it home i took it all apart and it was all in pretty good shape but me being not so i guess thinking like hey man you don't have to make all this power just kind of make it run good and it'll be fine i took it to the machine shop and went and had um i studded the bottom end kept the stock um crank and rods and pretty much and got forged pistons for it because i wanted to build like a nice high compression 440 build make probably 450 wheel would be the goal so i did all that but then when it came time to buy the heads i mean you know the pair of trick blow heads that i want they're about like three thousand bucks and that's where i was just kind of like fuck like it's expensive to go fast you know and then you know the car still needs all this other work that i needed to do and at the time me just not being as mature i would find because i i've owned more toyotas than any other car i'd find a, a toyota pickup and i'd get it fix it up and sell it and get another one and that's just kind of what the last three years have been with my charger. It's just kind of been neglected. I've just <laughs> been messing with the other cars, but in a way I think of it, it's okay. Cause now I've got all this <laughs> practice, I guess, and yeah, gotten yeah. better at fixing things and making things nicer. So I actually, uh, recently or yesterday I made a list and I ordered some stuff for it and I'm going to start working on the car again and get it going nice. here soon. So 
it's uh yeah it's just that car it's just a wild ride i mean that's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so you obviously don't daily drive the, tr- the the dodge huh you have like a do you have a daily or do you have another rat rod car that you drive daily <laughs> um well i've got the fj40 that i drive around that one's pretty fun and and my honda civic um luckily nowadays i work a mile away from work or from home (laughs) so (laughs) i don't have to go very far to to get there i could even ride my bike so me driving my land cruiser fj40 i I do it all the time just because it's just so close and i don't really Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 chilling but um yeah yeah, i like i like driving that one just because it's even though it's one year newer than my charger the metal on it's so much nicer no one hacked up anything it's all original (laughs) stuff it's like Oh, why could my charger be like this? But it is what it is. I, I in my yeah. opinion, I, I, I think the reason why I just let the charger sit so much was just I didn't really have the skills or knowledge to kind of get it all done. It was just very overwhelming seeing like a bunch of messed up things. I just kind of didn't know where to start. So it's really easy yeah. for me to just kind of be like, here, I'm just going to park it here and mess with other stuff and come back to this later. <laughs> So, so one of the one of the questions but, we yeah. had is like, oh, do you do your own work or do you have shops do it? But based off what we've talked about in the past couple minutes, I I could guess that you do most of the work. <laughs> yes, I, I do, and I'm now a, a a technician, so I work on cars for nice. a living. So, um, yeah, so I just do all all the work myself. And here, well, I graduated twenty eighteen, nineteen, one, two, three. So five years later, I'm like, all right, I think I'm ready to actually go back yeah. fix all the things i did wrong on the charger and actually make it drive I, I was just so impatient then i just wanted to drive the car but it was no good if the car was not a good experience always breaking down and things weren't functioning right i mean the uh i remember <laughs> when i uh took the car to get aligned and they were like, dude, like your front end's completely shot. Like, you can't align <laughs> this thing. And uh, I arm, the nut, I had, it had cross threaded. So it was stuck there and I couldn't tighten it back up or loosen it. So I had all this play there and I just left it like that and would drive the car around. <laughs> it was yeah. so bad. They were like, dude, you have bigger problems than alignment. Yes, yes, it, it was, it was, it was terrible, and I felt bad for everyone behind me because this thing leaked oil from everywhere. So <laughs> the whole back of the car was covered in oil, and like on the freeway, people would just move out of the way just because all the oil that would splatter on their windshield. Like to this day, actually, the first thing I'm gonna do on my car is I'm gonna go underneath there with some. Um, degreaser in a rag and start cleaning it all up because like yeah. you get your hand right now and you touch the floorboard your hand's <laughs> coming out just black covered in oil <laughs> it, it was just terrible it's so funny yeah, yeah the fumes were <laughs> the worst thing so my friend hunter i met him at a car like this whole time i'd take the car to like car cruises and car shows even though it was just like terrible like the car <laughs> and um so i go to one and uh he parked next to me and i parked my car and i was just looking at the other cars and then we just started chatting up and then uh during the cruise he hopped in my car but riding in the back of that charger was like 
bad. Your eyes would start burning from all the fumes, from the oil burning, transmission fluid burning, the car running super rich. Like, it was so oh, bad. Shit. Him and my other friend would take turns from sitting in the uh, passenger seat and in the back because it, it was horrible. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. yeah. You got to take five-minute intervals bad. back and forth. Literally. In the end, um, since I didn't have the center console in the car, he just jumped up front, kind of like a bench seat, but not yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, everyone was like, dude, that's so cool. It's a Charger, badass. That's awesome. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. But, like, it, it was just yeah, – <laughs> <Yeah>. So that's <laughs> why it's Deathless death yeah. Charger. <laughs> correct, correct. It was just dangerous to drive. And I would, on multiple occasions, you know – the car, it was really weird. It's like, well, I ended up changing the head gasket on it. And you're probably wondering, like, why would you even put that much effort into this engine that's, like, so badly on low compression and everything? And I don't know. I just being optimistic and being like, maybe I can make it work. <laughs> and uh, on one of the pistons, I could see the ring. Like, that's how badly worn the piston was. I can see the piston ring. Like, this yeah. car would just, just be pumping up so much oil and burning it. It leaked it burned it i would probably go through three courts every like 300 miles it was bad <laughs> it, was bad. it was really bad yeah well no the oil would just turn black no. all the time <laughs> but um yeah i never changed the filter i would just keep adding oil <laughs> literally like it was it was bad and um I, I, I would I GPS track the car and I had it up to one point like 115. So sketchy, so sketchy. I'll never do that again. But I was just wasn't as uh, mature. So. <laughs> you live and you learn, right? I know. Yeah. I, I think we're the same age because I think you said earlier like in 2019 you were 19. I think in 2019 I was 19 because I was born in 99. And I, I so we're like this. Yeah. So we we're yeah, born the same age. I think Ramel is oh. a little bit older than us. But, yeah. Yeah, and I knew. Many yeah, I yeah, look yeah. back to stuff I did like with my first car when I was like nineteen twenty, like going like one thirty on the highway. I'm like, what was I thinking? Could have gone to jail. Oh yeah. <laughs> could have could have died. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. But... Yeah. I actually uh the sketchiest time with that car, so where I live there's a big cars and coffee. It's Novato Cars and Coffee and it's another county over. It's right close going towards San Francisco. And it's cool. There's always old Mopars, any muscle cars there, you know, like the big three, um, a lot of like vintage Porsches, new Ferraris, everything shows up there. And it's Jeez. super cool. It's a, lot, a lot of everything. And um, there's always highway patrols lined up on the way there because they know a lot of people go and, you know, a lot of people with their newer cars, they're always driving super fast, you know, so you got the mm -hmm. guys in like their Hellcats, their, you know, um, their Mustangs, Camaros, everything, just all the high end, you know, new muscle cars, even you know, like M3s, M4s, and they're just racing each other going down there. And one day I was just cruising there to one of the uh, cars and coffees. And then like a RT Challenger pulls up next to me like he wanted a race. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go. Like my car's slow, but whatever. So we take off. And um, the weird thing, the Charger was very inconsistent. Like this time I was keeping up with him. I was like at his bumper. So I was like, all right, not too bad. And other times, like, I try to race someone. Like, I one time got beat by a forerunner. I know. It was pretty bad. Like, the car just was very inconsistent. It, it just, just, it is what it is. But anyway, so 
we're racing, and I topped out my car because it ran out of gear because it's only three-speed automatic. And we flew past this overpass, and then there was a highway patrol there. And I was like, oh, no. But I didn't realize there was a highway patrol there because after we did the, you know, flew past overpass, and he obviously won, I slowed down, but he kept going. And probably 20 seconds later after I slowed down, I see the uh, the Explorer in my rearview mirror, and I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to pull me over. So he flies right past me. And up ahead, maybe another two miles, there is probably four or five highway patrols. They got him pulled over. They've got a few street bikes pulled over and like a 370Z and like a BRZ Subaru pulled over. And I kid you not, all highway patrol guys, like they, they stop doing what they're doing, talking to them. And they're yelling at me like, pull over, pull over. And I just looked at them and was like, nah, and just kept going. I hope not one of them chases me or something. So I keep going, heading down the hill. Sure enough, there's a highway patrol there before the next exit. And I'm like, dude, I'm screwed. This guy's, I'm screwed. And I drove past and he was just there like on his phone or something, not paying attention. And I got really lucky and I ended up making it to the uh, cars and coffee. But my car had a tendency to throw a belt. So I started overheating on the exit to the cars and coffee so i'm like i'm so glad it didn't do that you know back there or something but yeah pretty pretty crazy (laughs) definitely will not do that again yeah yeah Yeah. the belt was the karma for getting away from the highway patrol (laughs) yes definitely definitely but yeah well that car it was always something and like people would be like hey you know your car's leaking i'm like oh i know and like it would leave a big puddle underneath it. Like it is pretty sketchy. That's but yeah. Yeah. I, I hate leaking oil. My truck, yeah. like when I first bought it, it didn't leak oil. And like now it's been heck leaking and it just like really seriously. But it just leaves puddles everywhere. I just yeah. I've been having to top it off lately because it just drips yeah. so much oil. It's just like, oh crap, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, no, oil leaks are annoying. I, I can't stand them either. That's why I fix them like my fj right now it's leaking from the uh, output shaft on the uh, transfer case so i actually need to get a different housing because what happens is the lip seal wears on the um on uh, crap i can't describe it exactly but pretty much a part on it gets too worn out over time mm-hmm. so i have to get a different housing that moves the seal back a bit more that way it can seal on the flange and not leak uh, transfer case fluid because it just leaks so much right now. I put a drip pan under it because it's just like, oh, my God, <laughs> where's it all coming from? <laughs> but, yeah, leaks, annoying. Oh. But, yeah. But yeah. then I was thinking that the other day, though, how, like, I'll just top it off. I don't need to change the oil. I'll change the filter next year. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, as long – yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> it works. It's just – Man, just when things just leak so much, it's so annoying because you can try to work on anything underneath your car and it's like, oh, wow, yeah. I'm all greasy now. Yeah, I know. Sucks. That's why it was annoying. It's like when I first bought the truck, it was so clean under it. There was no oil leaks or nothing. But I think the guy I bought it off of wasn't driving it. And I think they had fixed the leak and then, I don't know, those old Fords, they start leaking from like the rear main seal spot or something. But yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. It happens. Remain still. <laughs> yeah. Gotta pull the transmission out. Yeah. <laughs> or on some cars. I know some you can drop the pan and then reach no, it. No, because the trans. 
It just depends. Most of it's <laughs> trannies out. Transmission's out most of the time. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm going to mess with it. I'm just yeah. let it leak. Keep topping it off. I just got to be on top of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. But, um, but, yeah, and then I guess with my car, what now it's um, what kind of got me more motivated, I think, I would say, to get it fixed is just uh, for the channel. You know, a lot of people want to see it going again and i do too so i think it's just time so i'm just excited to work on it and you know now make videos with the car and stuff so that that should be a should be a lot of fun but yeah that poor thing it's just it's been through a rough life so hopefully now it's on the up <laughs> down <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah no definitely like we'll be definitely keeping yeah. watching your videos and stuff it's so cool i always think like oh i want to start a youtube channel but it's it's hard. It is very hard to like record. Like I I like I like to work on my stuff too, but it's so hard to like record the process, right? Like I'm like, man, that would have been cool to record and like yeah. show people how to do it, but I don't know. I get so into it that I forget to record. <laughs> <laughs> right, definitely. I mean, like a a simple thing like on my daily. So I I drive it a lot. So I put on like fifty thousand miles on it a year. So I um. I did the clutch job on it, <laughs> and the video started off really good, like, okay, kind of step-by-step kind of thing, but they unfortunately sent me the wrong flywheel, so the car's now, I did at my buddy's house, so the car kind of sat there, and now I'm like, great, oh, I don't have a daily, oh well, good thing I'm close to work, so then the rest of the video, it was just more rushed, because it was like, more sense, like, fix the car than to make the video, so mm-hmm. I put that in the video like all right unfortunately they sent me the wrong flywheel and due to time constraints the reassembly isn't as detailed but if you've got this far i mean you kind of yeah should be able to <laughs> reassemble it and it apart you know it's not yeah not rocking Just put everything back where it came from but um yeah it's <laughs> right definitely yeah. it's just yeah with making like having a channel it's uh like with my small channel just making my videos it's it's a second it's a part-time job it i've put so Mm -hmm. much time into it i mean i you know get home and i i just can't really edit throughout the day just because um i don't know i just get distracted too easy want to go do other things and stuff but you know i really start editing maybe like 9 p.m and there'll be times where i'm not done till like one two in the morning they have to go work the next day and it's just the way it is but i love doing it so Mm -hmm. it's it's cool (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah so I've seen some people say that, like, um, you know, mechanics, a lot of mechanics <clears throat> have a hard time working on their own cars because it's like, you know, you work on other people's cars all day and you're like, well, now I'm tired as hell. Right. I don't want to come. Like, do you feel that too? Or do you kind of just have that love of cars that you're like, dude, I don't care. I'll keep I, I do. I do get that. Like, my Land Cruiser, I could have had it on the road way sooner, but just with me kind of being tired and stuff and also the land cruiser as simple as a car as it is it's very um there's a lot of oddball things that i can't just go Mm -hmm. to the auto parts store or isn't reproduced so between sourcing the parts and working on it and getting into roadblocks and then busy day at work yeah i would get burnt out and i mean it it sucks but i a lot of times it's just i have to discipline myself and be like hey Mm -hmm. you know it's it's going to be worth it once the car's driving. So just put in the time now, make the video and just have that as kind of like short term wins, you know? So as long as I set a goal, like, okay, let me, let's get this done on the car today. And I'll feel like, wow, I accomplished something cool. 
and just kind of work at it little by little by little. So that that's how I I do with it. But then again, I mean, there's my charger sitting at my mom <laughs> for the past three years, and I haven't touched it. You know, so it it it's just it depends. A lot of it's just kind of self discipline, but. Yeah, I do get tired at work, definitely, working on other yeah. cards and then coming here. It's just, just the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. Now, I yeah. love your mentality, though. Sometimes you do just kind of have to, like, get the little wins, build them up, and then just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it, it's just like, okay, well, what what will I do if I'm not working on my car? Am I get, Do I have anything planned or am I just going to sit around and, like, watch videos? <laughs> what am I going to do, you know? So it's yeah. like – I have to just kind of force myself like, no, you're going to work on it, you know? So just, just how it is. So at your work, do you work on like modern cars or old cars or just a mix? Um, mostly modern cars. Yes. We do get the occasional old cars that come by. Um, just to name a few, we've had a Ford Falcon come in. We've had like a 67 Mustang coupe come in the little 289 in it. Was it? So I don't remember. I had a small block Ford in it. Um, what else, uh, we had, it was like a 1966, um, one ton Chevy pickup and then it had like a 454 in it, but like a Vortec one from the nineties. Um, but it was just for like alignment, you know, we didn't like actually do crazy work to it. Um, so not, not really things like that. Most of the stuff I work on is just at the oldest is like nineties stuff, but majority of it is like 2010 and up. And at work, what I do right now, it's just, for me, it's pretty easy. I mean, it just brakes and tires and oil Mm -hmm. changes and alignments. Although I did do an engine swap on a 91 Silverado V6, put a new engine in it. So I will do bigger jobs, but um, our shop is more kind of like just a general maintenance kind of shop. So any big jobs like that, we kind of really don't do. We can do them, but we just don't have enough bays. So, you know, doing oh. an engine job, you know, that, that truck was there for a week just because finding the parts or something just wasn't compatible with each other or wasn't available, and it just takes up the rack, you know, so it kind of can mm-hmm. get, get challenging. So that's why at work, it's mostly stuff we can get done in a day or two. But yeah. um, but still labor-intensive to, you know, do your ball joints. And, man, ball joints, sometimes they don't yeah. come out. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks, but... It, it is what it is, but I have a lot of fun at work, and all my coworkers and I, we all we all get along, and I um, have a little kind of tool truck tour video series I do on my channel, so when the tool trucks come to work, we're all just like, oh, hey, how's it going, and look at tools and buy stuff and just kind of joke around, so it's cool, at least the work environment. <laughs> I, I do like to get up and go to work. I'm like, you know, it's, it's fun. Let's see what happens. That's awesome. Today. It's always good to have, like, a job that you enjoy going to, especially if it's, like, related around, like, something, right. you know, you like cars, so. Right, definitely. So do you have any cards or any – I know you already said that you really want to get back to work on a charger, but, like, <laughs> is there any other cards you plan to buy anytime soon or just focus all your time and effort into what you have currently? Um, um, Yeah, I mean, so a lot of things with the other cars, it's like my girlfriend, she really wants a certain car, so it's like I, she's kind of like, all right, we're going to get this car together. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it and then obviously i i do most of the work although she will do work she likes doing, like <laughs> cosmetic and like interior stuff yeah. and things like that um so it's fun uh, i think right now what we're gonna focus on is well i'm gonna have to end up selling the land cruiser to get some more 
funds for the charger just because you know things are they're not cheap to get so <laughs> that way i can yeah. you know build build that car up and then the next thing we're gonna have an eye on would probably be i think she wants to get like a k5 blazer so maybe something like that get another one but i want to get yeah. like a first gen so 69 to yeah. 72 would be would be the next car mm -hmm. but she really wants an impala so we'll we'll see what what we'll find but the chargers is a keeper and we always have another classic that we get, fix it up, enjoy it, and then we ultimately just sell it and then go find another <laughs> one and repeat. Yeah. Just because I, I wish cool. we could afford to keep them all, but we can't. So yeah. they, unfortunately, it has to go to get replaced yeah. no, by another. That, that, that's pretty cool. It, it's good to taste a little bit. I, I suck at that. Like I like to keep everything. But like sometimes I'm like, man, I could like sell really, stuff. Yeah. Like, I could try a bunch of cool things, but I want to keep everything because it's hard to replace. So then it's just like a... <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I think it's good to have that one good keeper and then get the other cars that you can have. And that's where you can taste everything. Because between that, like I got the uh, 83K5, there was a 71 or 70, no, 74 F100. Um, how many Toyota pickups? Uh, a 1980 Toyota pickup four wheel drive, 286 Toyota pickup four wheel drives. And then an 88 pickup four-wheel drive. And then the 87 Toyota 4Runner. And then now the uh, 69 Toyota Land Cruiser. A lot of Toyotas. But uh, <laughs> that's where we've kind of been getting our taste with those and fixing those up and selling them, get a new one, and just kind of keep going with it. But, yeah, it's been a lot of fun just kind of, I guess, working on these other cars that didn't need as much work as my Charger. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it just gave me more experience that way i know how to you know work with it better and do things better and not try to rush it so much and hack things up you know what i mean just kind of make it like yeah it's gonna be ratty but but do yeah. it right you know yeah. mm -hmm. so one last question before we wrap up is there any cars that you've sold that you yes. regret selling um my first car the jeep cherokee i mean that, that thing was so much fun i got it it was 100 percent stock when i first got it i did the lift on it um whenever anything broke maintenance related i i would i would work on it and like the first thing that happened was like the water pump failed so i replaced that and just as things broke i you know it was a jeep so it broke a lot and as things <laughs> broke I would, I would fix it and and you know before i when I sold it, it was already lifted four and a half inch lift. It had the nice one ton steering sound system. I put these, uh, I like it still to this day. Some people think it's cheesy, but the, uh, underglow on it. So I would just change my, 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 you know, uh. my being purple. <laughs> the Jeep was black. So I liked having like that purple underglow, like the purple mm -hmm. accent, you know? Um, and yeah, that Jeep, it was, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Just a lot of fun adventures, fun times in it. Um, it was kind of, I unfortunately kind of beat it up, you know, just scratching the paint, really bad <laughs> off-road and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But it, it was an awesome little Jeep. And I actually ran the um, the uh, uh, VIN on it. And it had, when I sold it, they moved to Idaho. And then it had last been registered in Arkansas in like 2021. Jeez. So it's still out there. And I, it's got a <laughs> good vehicle for someone to move it across the country again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is one I do regret was that Jeep. Just sentimental. Not the value or anything else, but sentimental. It was, oh, it was a cool Jeep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, before we let you go, just let everyone know your YouTube channel, your Instagram, you know, where, pe where people could find your content, that sort of thing. 
Okay, yeah. So for my Instagram, it's uh, Deathwish Charger. Um, promise there's going to be more Charger content soon, everyone. Stay tuned. <laughs> and um, for YouTube, it's just Pablo's Garage 707. So there I do videos with tools, RC cars, and real cars. So Land Cruiser, my cars, my friend's project cars. As a matter of fact, going down to LA next week and my buddy's 240Z. So that's going to be a fun road trip. And that was a car that I helped him get back on the road. So I do like to kind of show variety of different cars. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so yeah. much, Paul. It was, this was a great <laughs> podcast, man. It was nice talking to you. And I'm sure we're going to have you on in yeah. the future for a second episode. You know, you could update us on everything you've done yeah. and that sort of thing. So definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks for coming on.